KBUT, the butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. I don't know what is happening today, Mr. Jesse. Nothing seems to be working. The Naval Observatory is offline today. Oh, see, your microphones aren't on. Oh, we're just a mess today. All right. One mic. Two. Say something again. How about now? Can you hear me? There we go. Okay. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just... This is how people know we really want this. Just like, roll with it. Yeah. I was already annoyed that I went to try to get some Mucinex because I had like a cold kind of this morning. Yeah, got to whoever's low under the weather today. And they're like, where is your ID? You need an ID. I was like, fuck it, whatever. I don't need it that bad. Whatever. I'll just die, I guess. All right, well, it's November 9th, 2021. You got Dr. Whoever, Mr. Jesse today. Special guest, Odie Monster, running around the studio. Oh, he is. He's ready to cause trouble. Ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The butt. This is Dr. Whoever. Hey, Dr. Whoever. Let's get this show on the road. Cool. It is a late. It's almost 7.30, but I feel like it's... I feel like it's... 11 or something, because it's been dark for three hours. I know it's every year I do this. Every year I'm like... Every year I make this whole big deal about... Because it does. It bothers me. It makes me not feel well. I hate it, Jesse. I hate it. I think you talk yourself into being sick. I don't think so. <laughs> it's definitely that hour it didn't do it to you. <laughs> Something. Something's doing it to me. Well... Big Bird's out there telling people to get that COVID-19 vaccine. Jesse, have you seen this? He's going to get bashed by Fox News. He keeps up with that. You know, they already hate the Muppets. The Muppets or whatever. Like, Big Bird is next on their chopping block. I guess he's going around with, like, Jill Biden spreading the uh, the word of the vaccine. What, because kids can get it now, right? Yeah, I think 5 to 11. What's I mean? You, you give kids chicken pox vaccines nowadays. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the big deal? I don't know. I don't quite see the, the hype of not getting your kids a vaccine. But is, is Big Bird like starting some controversy by doing this? This is one day ago. Um, okay, so I typed in Big Bird, and the first thing that popped up was COVID vaccine. The first five videos, three of them have Ted Cruz's face in the screenshot. So I'm going to oh, play one of these. I, I see this. I see like Ted, Ted Cruz. Ted yes. Cruz decreed Big Bird's tweet as government propaganda. Oh, and then Fox News contributor Lisa accused the Muppets of brainwashing children while Newsmax host and former Trump advisor Steve Coates slammed the announcement as evil propaganda. Well, let me just tell you people um, right now. In your face, All those people that are on Fox News, they're all vaccinated because... Fox Broadcasting Company requires them to be vaccinated. So you're the one out there getting sick and letting your kids get sick because you don't want to be vaccinated. And these people are just making millions of dollars off you suckers, okay? Um, let's see if I can... This is a... Let's just like a minute, and it's from the Global News. Let's see what this... Let's see what Big Bird has to say. 
decades, Sesame Street has been helping kids understand complex topics that impact their world, including vaccines. Don't wait. Vaccinate. Over the weekend, Big Bird once again rolled up the feathers to get a COVID-19 vaccine. I've always thought to meet people where they are, and, you know, Big Bird is where the children are. While U.S. Senator Ted Cruz chose to call the move propaganda, experts say the actions will help spark important conversations. Feel good. Woo. You know, I go to the dentist so my teeth are healthy. I get my vaccine to protect myself and protect those around me and so I can have more freedom. In this age group, about 60% of kids uh, have some fear of needles. So those range from minimum to uh, very, very high. I am so excited that kids are going to have the opportunity to get vaccinated and get protected. Well, I love it. I think it's a really good idea. Like Big Bird, the Muppets, whatever. Like whatever's making people go there and get vaccinated. Um, who else is out there spreading the vaccine word? Have you seen um, First Lady Jill, Bi uh, Jill Biden and the Surgeon General going around? I have seen that. It's pretty good. I got a little clip of that one too. Let's see what we got. To protect your children with the same vaccine that has already saved millions of lives because nothing is more important than our children's health. It's up to us to keep them safe. And with this vaccine, we can. So we're all going to say a rousing thank you. You ready? One, two, three. Thank you. Bad, bad audio, but good job, good job. I like it, I like it. Yes! I mean, do what you got to do, right? I mean, like we say sometimes, like everybody likes something. So, you know, the different ways you spread the message, they'll move around, you know, somehow people will, um, people will get it. What are you doing over there? The dog bothering you? I hear a lot of rustling. No, I, I got a little bit of a cough now, I think. Oh, God. Like, I feel like I'm I was talking to... about that. <clears throat> Since you brought it up. I was literally like, talking I'm... about going to the gym and, like, had a strange little cough sensation. I was like, well, you can't goddamn cough nowadays. Jeez, people look at you like you're, you know, got the plague or something. <laughs> what do you think about today? Make it market? safe to oh, cough sorry. again. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Make it safe to cough again. I can get behind yes! that. Yes! I remember right when um, COVID kind of kicked off and everybody was actually kind of scared for the first time. Remember we walked to Target, we were just so bored, and I coughed behind this group of people and they all like literally deviated through the street to get away from me. Yeah, that one's like COVID was like still <laughs> going on and like no one actually even knew like how it was spreading. So well, yeah, um, I definitely remember that. I guess yesterday marked the start of transatlantic Air, air travel like I didn't know that that wasn't I didn't know you couldn't go places I thought you just had to like show something or is it what's the deal with that I think people from Europe can start traveling to the US again hmm that's nice but you can go there and they can come here like all this yeah 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 so people from the US have been able to go to Europe for a while now I think hmm, it says, because we, as long as they were vaccinated Today is a day that transatlantic travel, air travel, reopens after 21 months. This was yesterday. Um, the start of a new era. I mean, yeah, people are ready to get back to it, but I mean, my God, can we control ourselves, Jesse? I don't know. All these these fights on airplanes, this Travis Scott concert. I mean, can people, are people ready to get back to normal or is it just like people can't handle People can't handle being around other people anymore. I'm not sure what it is. Well, maybe it's the new normal. Maybe, seriously, maybe chaos. it's the new normal. Like, just nobody ever follows rules anymore. Like, I don't like rules either, but sometimes you got to follow them. But, I mean, like I told you, 
if enough people just say, nah, we're not going to follow that rule, then that's just, it's like a prison riot, you know, I mean, kind of thing. It's basically what this Travis Scott um, concert was, but I'm not going to talk about that all day. We got a few little headlines to hit. Um, looks like Live Nation was hit with a restraining order, Jesse. That's kind of interesting, right? Yeah, it is interesting. Um, I guess they don't want them going there and removing any kind of evidence or anything. Um, the police are afraid of tampering. Um, that's kind of sad, but that's interesting as well. And um, Travis Scott's people and himself are going to refund all the money. And then the thing I found most interesting is um, the rapper is also going to pay for the funerals of the people who tragically died in the stampede or the trampling. It's like, I don't even know what to call it. I think that makes it like even sadder. You know, it's like, what happened exactly? So many unanswered questions, you know? Yeah. But it's, I'm glad that he did take that uh, position to refund tickets as well as, you know, pay for funeral costs. It's it's the right thing to do. So it, I'm sure his PR team told him to do it. But, I'm I mean, sure. it's either way. I'm, glad, I'm glad, iPhone. Either way, I'm glad it's being done. I got a little clip if I can play it. Let's see. This is, like, the news update, I believe. Um, talks about, like... Let's see what we got. Uh, here we go. This morning, disturbing new details emerging about the devastating events at Robert Travis Scott show in Houston. A criminal investigation ongoing, as those behind Astro World Festival face multiple civil lawsuits. Everyone was pushing to the front. You had no room to walk. With an estimated 50,000 people in attendance, police say a sea of fans rushed towards the stage just minutes into Scott's Friday night performance. You couldn't breathe. I'm talking about... Everybody was so crushed up on you. The surge killing eight people, all under the age of 30. The youngest, just 14 years old. Video showing desperate fans climbing on stage to beg for help. Wait, this is one of the most interesting ones I've seen. another point. A girl climbed up on the stage with the cameraman, was like, Cameraman, stop the show, cameraman. Like, that cameraman doesn't have the authority to do that. You know what I'm saying? And, like, yeah. in, in my opinion, Blaming Travis Scott for this or any other performer that was up there is like blaming a horse for, um, a, like a derby for like a stampede. You know what I'm saying? He's like, he's just like the paid property up there performing. He's not paying attention to what's, that's somebody else's that's job. That's not his job. That's a bunch of other people's jobs. Yeah, it's like, he's, what are they, the show must go on. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes, I think sometimes they tell him like, if there's something going on, just continue yeah. going. So it doesn't, you know, cause more of an incident. Yeah, like this dog is on one right now in here. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I keep hearing bumping into things, but it's all right. The show must go on. Um, I mean, I think anybody who has an animal can relate to to like, you know, when you have your free time and you want to do something and then your dog just is like everywhere and sometimes he's sleeping, he's a little angel, but sometimes he's on the prowl. My sister's dog, Mr. Bailey, is apparently not doing too well. I think he's in the hospital. So. Oh, that's not good. That's, that's Odie's, uh, Odie's cousin. Odie's little, Odie's little cousin. They grew up together. Mm-hmm. He's only one year younger than Mr. Odie, so hopefully Mr. Bailey gets better soon. We'll see. We'll see. Um... I know you were, uh, you like Adele. We brought her up the other day. And I do like remember? Adele. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan. You're, I know you're an Adele fan. Um, looks like her and Harry Styles have both kind of issued statements, like, against Travis Scott, like, kind of thing. Like, you know, like, um, I guess she stopped during her concerts and was like, hey, there, look, look how easy it was to stop a concert. Um, I had the clips, but they're just not loading for some reason. I don't know why, so... I'm not going to worry about it. Do you see a clip over there of it? Yeah, I do have the clip. It's I think what it what 
Harry Styles and Adele were kind of addressing that. Even though it's not your job to like stop fights or what's going on at an event, that it's the moral, morally correct thing to do. And they show like not, they're not just talking about it; they actually have done it at their own concerts. But I mean, at the same time, like I, I still don't want to put the full blame on on Travis Scott. I think oh, no, I don't. The blame should have been whoever was responsible for. Uh, security and a correct way to evacuate a crowd in case of an emergency. Um, those are the people that are more responsible, in my opinion. And which may be Travis Scott. I don't know. This is from one deal. Uh, one day ago, it says Adele stopped show when someone passed out. Let's see what this says. <laughs> Those are two different shows. One's Big time. her singing up there, ballads, people just standing there. And then you got Travis Scott with younger people, full energy. You know, people are smoking weed, doing drugs. It's it's completely different. Sounds more like my crowd. Yeah, you know I mean. But see, I'm not that stupid to get in the middle of all that. Like, what's the first thing I do when I'm walking somewhere? I look and I figure out a way to get out. <laughs> just like, you know... Um, Looks like Adele has a new song, too, Jesse. Have you heard about this? Adele's making waves, isn't she? Um, yeah, so it looks like she's released a new song called Easy On Me. Is that what this one no, is? No, it's called uh, Hold On. Oh, Hold On. Okay. And it's, yeah, and it's featured on Amazon's holiday ad. Okay, let's go with this is then. This is one of those things, again, like hip-hop. It's not your genre of music. not my thing. But, all right, well, what else we got? What else we got? I know what you like. I know you like some Dodgers. I do like the Dodgers. What do you you got about the Dodgers? It actually looks like something that's kind of fun, actually. Um, So the Dodgers announced their holiday festival at Dodger Stadium during November 26th. So if we're up there during that time, we should check that out. Has this been done before? Um, looks like it has. Uh, they announced today that Dodger Stadium will be filled with holiday cheer as guests immerse in Dodgers holiday festival events. Ice skating, uh, center field plaza. What else is going on? It looks it's, just like... It's, is, it, is it kind of like similar to what's going on in Vegas at the Las Vegas Maybe. Speedway? But this looks bigger. The ice skating rink is 
80 feet by 60 feet. Now, that's wow. an ice skating rink right there. And oh, yeah, yeah. I see the pictures. Yeah, like, that's... You know, sometimes that's... Like, the one of the Cosmo, it's nice, but it's kind of small, you know, like... Yeah, you, know, you, get, I, you got 15 minutes and then kick you off. Yeah, it's just like... Uh, this one, you get 30 minutes, which is... 30 minutes is a good amount of ice skating. That's, yeah. that's, that's enough. There's plenty of time fun. for you to show off. Some family fun activities, you know? You don't have to go to see a Travis Scott concert to have fun. Um, another sad thing, I think, that came out of all this Travis Scott thing is... Like, all over the place, I kept seeing people be like, who the fuck is Travis Scott? Or, like, who the hell is Travis Scott? And, like, I kind of feel the same way. It's like, who I mean, is this guy? I'm I like, think you're one of the few people that doesn't know who Travis Scott is. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into some food news, Mr. Jesse. What do you think about that? Sounds good. I'm hungry. I know. We went to the gym late, and then we got home, and it was, like, dark. And I was like, oh, I don't even know. Well, we'll be right back. We got some food news on Dr. Whoever. Yummy. Another beautiful Another day servicing the masses. Did or did you lose it again? Honestly, I lost it again. Are you serious? Yes, sir. So, will you give me another coffee? Mm-hmm. What about your exercises? So, you need another coffee or mm-hmm. Eating is just so much easier than exercising, Jesse. It's just, you know, it's just so easy to eat. Is that dog driving you crazy down there? No, I was trying to readjust and bring him up here, but he just, he's, he's not He's up here. He wants to go weasel around and sniff around for food. That's <laughs> what he's doing. He's trying to sniff around for a biscuit. He wants a biscuit, Jesse. I'll, I'll give him biscuit. one thing. Like I, I appreciate his enthusiasm and his like willingness. Even literally, there's a, only a bag of carrots, and he's still he's sniffed it like 15 times. Like it's going to turn into a cheeseburger or something. <laughs> as much as I would love that bag of carrots to turn into a cheeseburger myself, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> he's just like maybe one day, maybe one day. What do you think about biscuits? Do you, do you like biscuits? I'd love me some biscuits. Well, I try not to even have biscuits because I will so eat good. a whole thing of biscuits with some butter. From my favorite biscuit is is um it's from Popeyes. They oh, have these, these butter biscuits that are amazing. Yes. What about you? What, what, is there? Do you have a fast food place where you like biscuits, or do you just like to make the biscuits? Okay, like. I love the Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Now, okay. that's where it is. Now, that's some good biscuit right there. Well, the reason I brought it up is I got the list of the favorite sides by state for Thanksgiving. Not another fucking list. Here's lists. <laughs> so many lists. Oh, yeah. Since you said it. This is food news slash list. Just another FN list. Yes. Just there we list. go. You got to keep up over there, production. <laughs> no, like I got to do it by we're, myself. This is kind of a sloppy day. I'm not gonna lie. We're, we're, we're kind of <laughs> behind. We're, we're, we're sluggish today. I'm well, Dante Weber's under the weather. Under the weather, he really so should be like on. laying down, sleeping, eating uh, some <laughs> some chicken noodle soup. That's the little thing over here. Yeah, but um, he went to the gym. I did. You know, I tried to get medication. They wouldn't. They wouldn't fucking sell it to me. So whatever. <laughs> I tried, and I was like, that's it. These people. CBS people ought to piss me off now, Jesse. You know? So you know, I'm curious. I, I'm curious, like, the people that listen to the show, like, all right, so say eight, you're 18 years old, you need to buy, you know, tobacco, 21 for alcohol, all right? That's the rule. I get it. I totally get it. But once you reach a certain age, once you're 35 years old, or the, the, the lady in front of you is 50 years old, 
doesn't it cease to where you need to stop carding people? Yeah. At some point, it's just stupid. It's a waste of time, and there's no need for it. It just slows down the whole process. And with the mask besides on the old, everything, besides, there's no way she'd be able to tell anyway, like, the yeah, mask on. Besides the old lady who appreciates it, are you ever 21, right, ma'am? <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, but, I mean, besides that, it's, it's so annoying. If someone looks questionably, you know, on the border, are they 21? Yeah, I can see that. But if... If you're looking, if you're sick, you're buying one thing of Mucinex. You're obviously over 21. Come on now. Like I said, if this is a bad area and people are swiping Mucinex left and right, but no, it's not what's happening here. No, I mean, what is even in Mucinex? It's something people get back out of. I think it's it's so weird. So like Mucinex, they have like a whole Mucinex section like behind like a glass where you have to call the attendant to come. You know, open the glass so you can. But uh, but if you look at over at the hygiene section. The deodorant's also in this glass area. What, are people sniffing like arm, uh, uh, some, what, um, what is this, some uh, Gillette? Old Spice. Some are they old taking spice. lines of Gillette or some Old Spice that I don't know about? Is this a way people are getting like high nowadays? People Tell don't me. get high on anything now. I don't I know. It's like, I don't understand. Is I mean, is that, but I mean, if people want to get high off Mucinex, whatever. Let them. It's like, who cares? It's just ridiculous. I don't know exactly what's in it, but I want to say it's like Sudafed or something that's in it, and that's what um, that's what makes you like get kind of cracky. I've, I've never taken Sudafed or Mucinex either one. So this is also a review and basically my experience with this. This is a Mucinex DM. <laughs> is, this, is this a tutorial uh, right or like some like a review on Mucinex? See, that's not what I wanted. I wanted the red one or whatever, but anyway. <laughs> Who cares? Whatever. All right, let's get into this list of the top Thanksgiving food sides by state. Biscuit is North Carolina, obviously. Mm-hmm, yes, biscuits. All right, we'll be right back. This is the Dr. Ever Project. Set that CVS on fire, Jesse. <laughs> Alright, so Biscuit is the number one side in North Carolina. We got Rolls in Florida. Is it kind of like a roll and a biscuit rolls? similar? <laughs> um, no, no, not really because a roll I think is kind of more like a... It's a different type of bread. A biscuit's true. more like... I feel like it's more concentrated... Biscuits bread, are like, like buttermilk and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like yeah, here. rolls like something you just like open like up and you, you put some butter in it. And it's not as satisfying as a biscuit in my opinion. Well, I know something you've had when you've been down to the south. Some collard greens. Are we back? We're back. Okay. So we were going over lists, like the, like these are holiday lists for each state, right? This is the best side in each. The state. best side. Okay, Don't so and, see, side. see, this is this has me a little. I'm a little iffy on this. So when I think of sides, I'm thinking like mashed potatoes, macaroni. Yep. All so they're con- mm-hmm. they're considering like the the biscuit as the a biscuit side. is a side. Okay, in so this, so the biscuit is beating out macaroni and cheese and stuff like that. And in, in the South, people love them some biscuits and some okay. collard greens. It seems like, but you seem you like you like mashed potatoes. I do like mashed potatoes. Well, like California, some, gar- some garlic mashed potatoes. Well, California, they love some mashed potatoes mm. as well as Nevada. That makes sense. Mm, they like some mashed potatoes. What else is on here? Like collard greens. People in some um, people in South Carolina love some collard greens. Something I love, stuffed mushrooms, very popular in Alaska, it looks like. Turkey gravy, 
That's an odd one in uh, Minnesota. <laughs> no, not Minnesota, Montana. Sorry, wrong one there. This is this is a good test of geography because they don't put the names of the state, mm-hmm. so you have to like actually know what it is right here. Michigan is rolls as well. Baked sweet potatoes, Indiana, I think. Cream corn, Texas, and cornbread dressing, Louisiana. Boom! I like it. All that stuff sounds good. We're gonna be having some um, some delicious Thanksgiving food soon. And your brother and um, your brother and his boyfriend are coming up. Yeah, my two favorites yes. are coming up for the holidays. Um, always good. A good little drinking buddy for you. Mm-hmm. We 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 get along so well, don't we? <laughs> yeah, you do. You know, I like Keith. Keith is a nice guy. He's a nice guy. I like to mess with him. He's it's like. He's really easy to do little bits with because he gets really excited and anxious about things. It's like, well, I shouldn't pick on him and stuff. It's not, I'm just not picking meanly. It's just like playing with him, you know? You know some people can just like push their buttons easily? I, I like Keith. He's fun. He's great. I enjoy him. He'll make you play some games. We can play that weird spoon game you guys like. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's get into some world politics. I got a fun story and then we got some, you know, as usual, not so fun stories. We'll be right back. So in Italy, this car was parked on the street for 50 years, Jesse. This guy went to go somewhere with his girlfriend, parked the car, and he's 94 years old now. He parked the car at a newsstand, ran with his wife into the town, this is according to the mirror, and never came back. Um, He left the gray, I don't know what type of car this is, but it's some old car from 1962. He left it on the street. Um, I guess the couple retired and they just like never picked it up, but now it has become a national landmark. People go take TikTok pictures of it and Snapchats and everything, you know? It is in C-O-N-G-L-I-A-N-O, Conaglio, I don't know, somewhere in Italy, yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Conglio? Conglano? That's your, it's your That's a hard one. Me. No, 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 English. England, <laughs> they speak English, I say. <laughs> All right, what about um, what about what about poor Dr. Fauci? Pete is coming after him now. What do you think about that? See, Dr. Fauci cannot catch a break. Poor man. If this man lives through this next year, God. So apparently, some reports have came out um, about Dr. Fauci and dog experiments. Um, I'm sure they do have to do animal experiments. We're watching that one show that we talked about on the last show or one of the shows. Monkeys. Yeah, well, they have to do stuff on monkeys. I mean, it's just reality, people. Sorry. That hamburger eating's a cow, pork is pig. It's reality. Get over it. But I don't know. Peta, they found them, their next victim. I guess Peta has with Dr. Fauci. Give that man a break. He is a national treasure. I say, national treasure. Um, well, other things are in the news. Like, like abortion is a big thing, right? You know. 
it stays a big it's, thing. I mean, it's been big lately because of all the rules and, you know, sometimes like musicians, they have a platform. Like this is actually Third Eye Blind's song. They have a platform so they write a song. This is at Zuccotti Park. This was during the Occupy Wall Street. They came up with this song. So sometimes, like, you know, celebrities use these platforms to spread, you know, their story, their own personal experience. And it looks like Cecily Strong, is that the, is that the girl that was in that, that, um, Apple Plus show that I thought was so funny called Schmidigdoon or Schmidigdoon yeah, or whatever? Yeah, that is. Okay, yeah. See, I never really liked her until I saw that. I was like, okay. Um, she's pretty funny. The dog is taking a shit in here again, Jesse. Dog is, is taking he? a shit right here. Of course he is. Right here. Than he. Right here. All day. He's out all day. <laughs> all day. Um, all right. You continue the show. I'm going to go handle that. Well, I'm going to talk about Cecily Strong and her Saturday Night Live where she comes out and basically like admits that I guess she had an abortion at some point and uses comedic humor to, you know, get the point across. Um, it's like those who follow the abortion debate, um, they know that Strong has tweeted once about abortion support, um, saying it should be safe, legal, and rare. Um, but I guess she did take it a step further when she went on and did a skit. I don't know if I have this skit or not, but we're gonna see if we can find a piece of the skit at least, because I want to be able to play it for you. I know nobody wants anybody to like tell their story anymore. But it's, I mean, that's what people used to have the benefit of being a celebrity is that you get to tell your story and everything. Um, let's see, let's see what we got here. Why Jesse has to pick up his poop. So she dresses like a clown. It's three minutes, so we'll just play it and see what happens. This week in Women's Whole Health v. Texas about the controversial Texas law that essentially bans all abortions after just six Russell weeks. Russell that bag a here little more. Cheer us up. Well, this can't be right. Goober the clown who had an abortion when she was 23. Hey, hey, hey! Goober the clown! So, Goober, you, you had an abortion when you were 23? Hey, whoa! Slow down! I'm a clown! Let's clown around! Hey, smell this flower! You're not gonna squirt me, are you? Oh, I would never. Okay. Oh, gotcha! Gotcha! I had an abortion. Have your headphones back on? I'm gonna put it back so you can hear it. I know, I, I can hear it. Seems I can like hear it off you do want to talk it? about your yeah. abortion. Well, actually, I really don't. But people keep bringing it up, so I gotta keep. She's like, I, I don't really want to talk don't, about it. But, but people keep bringing it up, so I gotta keep talking about freaking abortion. But it's a rough subject, so we're gonna do fun clown stuff to make it more powerful. See, that's what I do. I was like, okay, we're gonna talk about something boring. We try to like make it a little bit more entertaining and fun because you know, like my sister's had an abortion. I know a lot of people that've had abortions. It's not. I've taken multiple girls to get abortions. And what's the difference in a morning after pill abortion? And, you know, same thing anyway. What difference does it make? Hey, what's a balloon animal? You want a giraffe? Jay? <laughs> Cecily, I'm Goober. And I wish I didn't have to do this, because the abortion I had at 23 is my personal clown business. But that's all some people in this country want to discuss all the time, even though clown abortion was legalized in Clown v. Wade in 1973. Here. Can you stop? 
stop saying clown abortion? <laughs> what is this? I don't, it's a worm. I don't know. Hey, hey, did you know one in three clowns will have a clown abortion in their lifetime? You don't, because they don't tell you. They don't even know how to talk to other clowns about it. Because when they do talk about it, if you were a clown who wasn't the victim of something sad like clown says, they think your clown abortion wasn't a righteous clown abortion. I mean, what the dick is that? <laughs> I don't think you can say that word on the show. What, abortion? Well, I guess kind of. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Colin. We're having fun. Just laugh. Hey, pull my finger. No. Laugh. I need it. I need you to laugh so hard. Like the way I laughed when the doctor asked if I got pregnant on the way over to the clinic because I wasn't very far along. And that is one of my favorite jokes to this day. I love that joke. It's such a good joke. It's not like a funny ha-ha joke, but like a funny you're not an awful person and your life isn't over now joke. The best time. A honka-honka. This is great. Good lord. This is a good message. I'm glad I watched this. a clown and in the waiting room they had a little guest book where all the clowns could write their clown abortion story for the next clown to read it so she Aww. wouldn't feel so alone Aluda. and then years later you'll be at a dinner with a big group of clowns and one clown will go out on a limb and say she's had an abortion and then like eight other clowns at the table say they've had an abortion too because that's how common this it is, is. and then everyone's mm -hmm. excited and relieved to be talking about it then it's like wow we kept this secret for so long despite being so grateful it happened honka 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 <laughs> So, I'm sweet. Are, are clowns really women? Excuse me? Wow, okay. Colin Joes thinks women are clowns. <laughs> Let me do some helium. Okay, Colin, here's my truth. I know I wouldn't be a clown on TV here today if it weren't for the abortion I had the day before my 23rd birthday. Clowns have been helping each other end their pregnancy since the caves. It's going to happen, so it ought to be safe, legal, and accessible. We will not go back to the alley. I mean, the last thing anyone wants is a bunch of dead clowns in a dark alley. You were the clown, everyone. Yeah, that was good, Jesse. That was better. I thought it would be. Wow. See, I mean, it's sad. It's sad that you have to go on Saturday Night Live and, and do that. You know what I'm saying? It, it kind of is. Um, but whatever. All right. What's we got? Let's talk about Biden's plummeting uh, approval rating, all right? Okay. We'll be right back. We'll talk about that. It's always fun. You know, poor Mr. Biden. Oh, he'll die, too, before this is over. Well, it seems like Biden has had a bad time, and he's had some good times, and he's had some bad times, and some good times, but it, it seems like it was all bad until, like, this week, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean he's nothing went right. But how many? What? How many months has he actually been a, the president for? Like, it's been a year. So it has been a year almost. Yeah. So, but not quite a year. I guess. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's been a year. What? No, because January is when he's inaugurated. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Since the election. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we're not quite at a year mark yet. I think there's been quite a bit of stuff done. I mean, you don't, it doesn't just come in and snap and make it happen. And for his approval rating to only be like in the mid 40s, 50s, I think that's pretty good for all the shit that's gone bad. I mean, it's pretty normal, but it also speaks to like how to, how divisive we all are right now. So, I mean, it's not, not surprising. Mm -hmm. But also, there's a lot of legislation that, you know, is promised. There's voting rights that's, you know, left on the table. Uh, the infrastructure bill at the time was left on the table. Uh, the human infrastructure bill is left on the table. So there's a lot of stuff that, I mean, 
people expected to happen with Democrats in control of like all three all three houses. So I, I think it's going to rebound significantly now that this bipartisan infrastructure bill has passed. I think so too, because that's kind of the key to getting everything else to kind of come together, right? Isn't that kind of how it all is? Yeah, most definitely. Well, let's see. Who else? Nancy Pelosi, obviously, she came out and was just talking about, like, they keep using that word sausage making, which is true. Everybody's got to get what they want in it. It's just not an easy process. But the more that we become, like, into technology and we want everything filmed and everybody followed, people are are in it more. And they, they do see all the sausage making and the yeses and the noes and the the flip-flops and the everything like that. And, and, and it does look like they might not know everything they're doing because they don't. Every one of those people are relying on other people to see if they're going to tell the truth and hold up their end of the bargain. And it's it's like Survivor out there, right? Yeah, most definitely. Let's see what else. Oh, I got some uh, I got some Hollywood fun music. Let's uh, We haven't done pop culture news in a while. Um, let's do some pop culture news, all right? We'll be right back. This is the Dr. Ever Project. This is Hollywood, the most famous and most glamorous place in the world. It's a place of dreams, hopes, and riches, and its streets are filled with the studios, homes, and landmarks that are monuments to its greatness. Let's go Hollywood backstage and see this unique and fascinating place called Hollywood. So you know, like, we got the new TV and... Uh, the lights all around and stuff in like little theater rooms mm-hmm. but um sometimes when you watch a movie it has like the black bars at the top and the bottom they're pretty like dramatic right yeah yeah so it looks like marvel in partnership with disney are going to release their imax version of a bunch of different um marvel movies like captain america dr strange garland guardians of the galaxy thor the Ant-Man, there's a couple more. But, um, so it will be like the whole screen, even with it being widescreen. Really? That's pretty cool, right? That is pretty cool. I think that, because I mean, sometimes it is like, why do you gotta have the bars? But it's just the format, I guess. Why don't they just start making TVs? But is it is it the difference between like the way they shoot things on television and the way they shoot stuff in the... Yeah, I, think, that that's, I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is, too. Well, another Hollywood news, something I'm extremely excited about. Remember how excited I was when I found out Patrick Starr had his own television <laughs> spinoff from Spongebob last night? Yeah. Well, get ready. The live-action Fairly Odd Parents movie by Paramount is set to release. Oh, okay. You don't even know what this is, do you? I, I've seen the cartoon you like to watch. Oh, I love the Fairly Odd Parents. As um, you guys may not know, I'm not a cartoon yes, person. He's not at all. Uh, I think they were going to use... I don't know his name. Do you remember Drake and Josh? And there was like a guy named Drake and a guy named Josh. Oh, no, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I really thought you did for a second. Well, this is some, this is a clip from the show. I can't believe my parents don't think I'm trustworthy enough to have a dog. I'm going to prove them wrong by being deceitful and underhanded. Is there any point in appealing to your better So he has these fish in this bowl, and the fish are Cosmo and Wanda, and they turn into his fairly godparent, but they call it the fairly godparents anyway. Well, they had this guy that was like, they did like a live action version of it before uh, a couple years ago, but then this guy from Nickelodeon, he had to go to court for like alleged child sex stuff, basically. I don't even want to get into it, but anyway, he, he almost ruined the Fairly Odd Parents industry. <laughs> but um, recently somebody has tweeted uh, like a crew photo and it said they're, they never experienced such a great cast and crew. 
uh, happy for Paramount Plus and hashtag fairly odd parents is what it says. So I assume that means it's on its way. I can't even find a trailer from it. It's kind of like, like I wonder why. It is from the same creator, um, Butch Hartman. I just don't know. I, I'd like to know when it's actually coming out. I feel like they tease stuff like this all the time and then it's like, is it really going to come out? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I think it will. They remake everything nowadays, so. Oh, God, yes. I hate this next person. This is, like, one of my favorite. This is going to be a good story. Um, what's that idiot guy that's, like, car and karaoke or cars and... Oh, uh, James Gordon Oh, yeah, I cannot stand it. He, like, ruined that Into the Woods movie for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, is this, what's, is this him right here? Let's see. Well, I guess people love him, like, supposedly. Hello? Hi, is that Smithy? And, um... I guess there was some talk about him being in the new Wicked movie. Remember I told you there's going to be a live-action Wicked movie? Mm -hmm. um, but apparently 35,000 people have signed a petition to keep James Corden out of the Wicked movie, and I say yes. Sign that petition. God, he's annoying. He's funny. He's so annoying. I just, I've never liked him. just never liked him at all. Alright, let's get into something more fun. Uh, I got a fun list. This was fun the other day. This is maybe a more fun show today. Remember Alexis from uh, Shit's Creek? I do, I do. I, I love her character. That was so good. Um, I, that was one of the shows that I'm actually missing. You know, like sometimes you're like, do you miss a show? And when it actually goes away, I'm like, oh, it was you know, like some of the best little, some of the best little one-liners and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Let's see if I can find anything about Alexis. You get murdered first for what is No, you get murdered first. David, you get murdered first. No, you, yes, you, you get murdered first. Give David. some space. So this is like a list that someone put together of like all the different Alexis Rose, like foul-ups or whatever. So do you remember the one where Alexis, uh, her millionaire, billionaire boyfriend broke up with her? Stavros? Stavros. Stavros. Yeah. And she's like, where is Stavros? He's not returning my calls. <laughs> do you remember when Alexis gets a DUI? Uh, I do not recall a DUI, actually. I remember she getting it, but not in the show, because I remember she had to do community service. Then I don't feel like that actually showed her getting it, actually. No, I texted Alexis. Let's see what else. Oh, do you remember when she tried to be in the musical? <laughs> and then she couldn't sing? That was good. I'm curious how many of uh, people listening uh, to the show listen kind of or watched uh, Shit's Creek. I think Shit's Creek is very popular oh amongst our listeners. And you know what? Surprisingly, Shit's Creek's one of those shows that I, I probably could watch it all, all over again it's from so like the beginning. It's like 30 Rock. It's just so good. See, I wasn't ever that big of a fan of 30 Rock, though. See, 30 Rock is just it's it's just witty. It's like Shit's Creek. It's just witty, but it's like a dry humor witty. I got some. Uh, I got another holiday movie list. Not another list. Well, it's only because you brought it up. Oh my God! Does Little Nas have a Christmas song? I have no idea. Um, do you remember last night we watched some terrible movie and I had a tummy ache because I didn't watch half of it and I was not feeling well. But I was like, I saw the beginning and then I saw the end and it's like, eh, I saw the, I saw the most stuff. <laughs> um, but it was like an Asian family Christmas movie and I remember reading an article. 
And it said that that movie, what was it called? Like Love Line or? I saw the whole movie and I have no idea what, what it's called. What was it? I don't remember either. It was on Netflix. It has the Asian guy. It wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't terrible, but. And it was like supposedly one of the first Asian American holiday movies ever. I mean, it was like every other like holiday movie is completely predictable. Well, I guess uh, all the new movies have been released. It looks like there's 10 new movies to watch to get you in the holiday spirit. So if you're tired of the old ones, like these are the fresh new ones. Oh, here it is right here. It's the number one on the list. Love Hard. Yeah, that's what it was. That was called, it's called Love Hard. Yeah, it was about like this girl that's like, she's horrible at meeting people and she dates people on these apps. And then she finally thinks she met the right guy. Um, and her and part of her job is writing about like a lot of these bad you know dates that she goes on. So she takes the risk, goes all the way to New York, and she was catfished. It's very similar to like Twenty Seven Dresses or something like that. I feel like I don't know. always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you missed that one or thought it sucked, check out The Princess Switch Three. I didn't know there was a two or a one, but uh, Sweet Home. Oh, here we go. Home Sweet Home Alone, that's on Disney Plus, on the 12th, couple, couple days. Silent Night, that's in theaters. A Jenkins Family Christmas on BET. A Boy Called Christmas on Netflix. Holiday in Santa Fe. Under the Christmas Tree on Lifetime, oh God. There's something called 8-Bit Christmas on HBO Max. That's the thing, like, you don't even know what any of these are, like, when you, like, when you don't know, like, you don't know, so, I don't know. Alright, let's get into some new, new news that you need to know right here on the Dr. Ever Project. What do you think of that, back, Mr. Jesse? Sounds good. Alright, we'll be right back with the new, new news. So it looks like these supply chain problems are definitely real and they're getting worse, Jesse. Um, everybody's worried about the Christmas season, not being able to get their um, Furbies or I don't know what kids get nowadays. Uh, I don't know, Nintendo Switches. I don't know what's, what's, what's hot with the kids, you know? <laughs> but if you need that toy, you better go get it quick this year because the supply chain is real and there's some surprising reasons why, Jesse. Why is that? Well, this article says that 72,000 truck drivers failed a strict drug test. This is from November 7th. Um, a dire truck shortage is wreaking havoc on the U.S. economy. is getting worse, and the fuel shortages are bad and all this. But um, this says more than 72,000 truck drivers have been taken off the road since January 2020 because they failed drug tests that are now required by the Drug and Alcohol Clearinghouse. Mm. A 22 month, a 22 month old registry established to increase safety in U.S. highways, according to government data. I'm asking my dad about this. He's a truck driver. Yeah, most definitely should. But I mean, that's a big number right here. It says um, the big number, considering that American Trucking Association 
um, which also blames the pandemic and the lack of younger drivers are among all the factors. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, they're like, it says like the shortages have only been growing from year to year. I think we did. We read some article about like they're trying to make the age of truck driving like 18 or something. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that, especially if they're drug testing these bitches. I wouldn't want to drive a truck either, so I feel how it is. You know, my dad likes it, though. He likes it. He enjoys it, I think. He's out on the road. He's basically semi-retired. He only works like three days a week, sometimes four. Um, but I don't know. Well, here's a, actually, here's an article about this truck driver. This is some truck driver talking about it. Let's see what he says. This is from the New York Post. Says, Supply chain stalled by 72,000 truckers who failed strict drug tests. A dire truck driver shortage that's wreaking havoc on the U.S. He's reading the exact article I read. I love it. And it's being fueled partly by tough federal drug testing restrictions that were imposed nationwide. This guy kind of looks like a method, Industry too. officials told the Post. More than 72,000 truck drivers have been taken off U.S. roads since January 20th. I thought he was like, at least give his opinion or something. That are now required. <laughs> by the Drug and Alcohol Clearinghouse, a 22-month-old registry established <laughs> to safety on U.S. highways, according to government data. Makes me feel like I read better now. <laughs> he's just, like, making a face now. He's just, like, he's just reading it. No reaction. Hmm. Hmm. He doesn't know what he read. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> This guy says it my dad. I said my dad would react. That's hilarious. Interest. Okay, alright, alright. Right, the strong got? employment report this week showed companies oh, are creating go. jobs, but many employers are complaining that they cannot find workers to hire. That is just one of the factors being blamed for some of the supply chain blockage. We go now to FedEx CEO Fred Smith, who joins us. So what are these jobs that you think they can't find for? Is it just like everything, or is it just like service stuff? I think it's low-wage jobs. Well, we just saw an ad or something, Facebook or somewhere, we just saw recently Walmart had this big ad saying they were paying between $18 and $25 an hour. Do you remember I showed it to you because some lady that was like a nurse... She responded, responded and was like, that's more than a lot of medical people make, like the nursing aides and the people that are like the nursing assistants, they don't make that much. Yeah, but is that a mean that they're just not paid adequately also? <laughs> oh no, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, but that, that that she's saying is like, if you could just go do this easier kind of thing versus pick up poop or stick people, like some, that's the thing, like, you know, somebody's going to pick either one. I think it just needs to, like, give people some time to figure out what they want to do. And maybe you want to be a nurse for a couple of years and then maybe you get tired of it and you want to go do something else. I don't know. You know, one day the strip clubs will be back open, Jesse. <laughs> people will have all kinds of options again. <laughs> all right, well, um, this longtime market bull guy who thinks he like knows everything about like the market and how it's going to be coming back, he's from Deutsche Bank. He said that this year it's going to be the biggest and one of the best ones for retailers ever. And I kind of agree. I think people are ready to spend. I think people have been chilling out. And now as soon as the holidays kind of comes up, they're going to be like, oh, I missed out last year. So I'll just do it bigger and better this year. Um, something else he says that I think is very interesting. This is one of the first times in history that some of these lower income 
earners have been making the most money they ever have for their life. Does that make sense? Does yeah, that yes, it like, does. Like some people that have been making $8 an hour forever have just gotten like the biggest raise and the biggest kind of government assistance ever. So, I mean, maybe that will. We'll see what happens. It would be curious to say. Well, somebody else that had tons of money but not lost it. Oh, we got some North Carolina news. Some North Carolina news and then we'll, uh, we'll uh, close it out. It's getting a little late, Mr. Jesse. I'm getting a little hungry. <laughs> and now my tummy's been growling and I even had a snack. And this dog is driving me crazy. We'll be right back. <laughs> this is the Dr. Ever Project. <laughs> Come to North Carolina, folks. Y'all better, uh, y'all better have your ducks in a row and uh, be prepared to not be amazed. Y'all be cool, stay classy. I love everywhere in the world, but North Carolina. Y'all got a special, special spot in my heart. Y'all crazy. Y'all fit right in here. Love y'all. So I guess this lady in North Carolina from, I think it was Central University, maybe? North Carolina Central University. She stole $900,000. Jesus Christ. See, that's, if, if, if that's possible... To do without anybody noticing, just how much waste is going on. You know what I mean? Just you think don't about miss it. Miss a million dollars. Yeah, like that just tells you it's so much waste going on, probably so much. All right, what else we got? I got, I got, I do have a fun LGBTQ um, story. I do want to play as well. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yeah. You would know this guy if I showed him his picture. Stand clear. Do you have the article over there? Billy uh, Eschner? Yes. Do you know yeah. that guy? I do, yeah. I've seen him in, I think he's had like kind of bit parts. He always kind of plays like the gay guy, but like the gay guy with the beard. He's kind of, more he's of, kind of like, funny. Yeah, he's funny. I think he was like the man on the streets for someone, maybe like a late night guy. Am I having this correctly? I, I think so. The, the guy who runs through the streets. Yes. What is going on over there with you and the dog today? Jesus Christ. Me? Oh my God. Off with your legs, I say. Off with your legs. <laughs> Alright, well, he's doing a rom com movie. Um, a gay rom com. It's called Bros, I guess. That sounds kind of cool, right? So we got the it first. It hasn't been done before. No, I guess it hasn't been done before. And you've seen this guy. Even if you're a straight person, you've seen who this guy is. Because. Yeah, first he does, he glance, does Billy in the Streets. That's what it's called. Okay. Well, first glance, this guy doesn't come across as, uh, as, as, a, as a queen until he opens his mouth. <laughs> and I have that problem, too. You know, it's alright, you know. Well, it looks pretty good. It's called Bros. You know me. I don't want to read too much about it. I don't like to know too much about this. It looks like he lost some weight, put on some muscle maybe too for this role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, speaking of the devil is alive, Jesse. Let me tell you about something. It is the end of times, I say. Is is it about Walmart? It is about Walmart. (laughs) The South is consumed with Walmart. They love some Walmart down there. <laughs> I don't know why they love Walmart so much. Well, Walmart is ramping up their driverless trucks. So, you know, all you people think truck drivers have jobs forever. These jobs always be here forever. Mm, think again, people. Think again. I got a story we'll tell you about that here right now on the Dr. Road Project. We'll be right back.
So um, Walmart on Monday announced that they have tested their, or have been testing their self-driving cars, um, or not cars, I guess, their box trucks that deliver their groceries. Um, they are from Bentonville, Arkansas is the hometown where um, Walmart is like headquartered in Bentonville. I'll, I know that because I actually have been there for work before when I used to have them as a client. Um, looks like they're tag teaming with some Silicon Valley startup called G-A-T-I-K. Got it? Got it's it? looking like, yeah. Um, they got a seven mile loop. It's on 12 hours. And of course, this is just now testing. I don't think they're actually delivering it to people, to you, like actually delivering people food. I think food. like they're actually moving supplies back and forth. Right yeah, now. like moving supplies back. But this is the first step, you know, to like having... I mean, like, you got to start somewhere. Isn't there like a little drone that brings stuff from West Hollywood to, like we've seen a couple of times? Uh, I'm not too sure about that. Like, yeah, remember like a little Amazon drone? No, not for Walmart. I, I've never seen it myself, well, maybe but, I, but I've heard about okay. that. I thought your brother had said he saw it. This, there was actually two videos of this because you know sometimes I see stuff and I'm like that's ah, fake that's just like scaring people. Um, let's we'll see what this video says. Let's see if it's a video. Playing from iPhone. Showing the van driving by itself, but it's kind of cool. You see the little wheels steering. It's a Ford box truck van. Nobody's in there. The, the wheel is just steering on its own. It's got like a computer in the passenger seat. Not one person in there either. And there's cars going down the other side of the street, so we know it's really driving. Yeah. It says our operation involves daily delivery runs. It's refrigerated, definitely. I can tell. God, this is fascinating. Well, that's pretty cool. Hey, right, one day, Jesse, one day. You just have to you just have to sometimes just give in and just accept the Walmart. <laughs> just have to I mean I think the the, that's where everybody's eventually going. I think um that's like the dream for Uber as well. So Oh it is. Who else do you like? Oh yeah, Kabila Cabela, how do you say her name? Camilla Cabella. Camilla Cabella. Mm -hmm. Have you seen her name her new neck tattoo, Jesse? I have, yeah. Does it look good? It's is it, simple. Is it Shawn like Mendes's penis or something cool no, like that? No, it's just like a circle or something. I think. Oh, is it? I'm seeing. Trying to see right here. You know, it's you know, it's like one of those things. It's like somebody gets a tattoo. Is that on her neck? It's a oh, tattoo it to symbolize Mother Nature. It's a neck tattoo. Neck tattoos are in, I think, right now for just normal people. It's like, oh, you know, I'm so I'm so like rich or whatever. I can have a neck tattoo because it doesn't mean anything. Also, think that it's probably gonna be covered up most of the time with her hair down. So I don't even see it in the photo. Oh, whatever. What else do we have? Oh yeah, I did want to tell you this story. Um, you know that that show Made that we thought was so good on Netflix, that TV yeah. show Made. It was a good show. Did you know that the mom and the daughter are real life mom and daughter? I did not. Well, they are. Interesting. <laughs> uh, and she actually, her name is A N D I, so I guess it's Andy McDowell. Mm -hmm. um, it says she draw she drew from her chaos as a child from her family to be able to um, you know kind of do that character mm -hmm. and it was very unique to work with her very own daughter. I got a clip from the show here. tonight. So you're homeless. I had a home and then you left it. 
Do you want to call the cops now? It's not too late. And say what? That he didn't hit me? We need to get you off. So the show's about a girl that grows up in a dysfunctional family. Her mom's a little crazy, maybe schizophrenic, very artsy. Um, and she's played by, obviously, this lady, Andy McDowell. And then the daughter, who's a real daughter of real life. Uh, she ends up getting a job as a maid and kind of, you know, it's a journey. It's, I don't want to spoil it for him. It's a journey of how it all comes together mm -hmm. for her. And, um, you know, there's ups and there's downs. That's how life is, you know, but it's a really good show. I really enjoyed it. That's so, interesting. I didn't know that they were related. Yeah, I mean, I thought I, they kind of look alike now that you see it. But um, I was not sure either. You want to talk about that last little big uh, local Las Vegas news we heard people talking about in the sauna at the gym? <laughs> Oh, about the, the Raiders? Yeah, I have it actually to talk about anyway, so we'll do that and we'll close it out for the day. Sounds good. All right, let's go. So it is not looking good for the Raiders this year, is it, Jesse? I mean, they're playing decent football, but I mean, it's what they're doing off the field that's generating more news, which is unfortunate. So, um, so as you guys know, there's a player that crashed uh, last weekend and killed somebody um, who is okay, but it was cut from the team, was a really good player. But just recently, and they, they also had the whole issue with... Um, with Gruden, you know, those homophobic mm -hmm. comments, racist almost forget comments, about that with all this other um, stuff, no? the, the emails that were leaked, and he uh, resigned as head coach of the Raiders. And now, to top it all off, uh, Damon Arnett cut by the Raiders following a controversial social media post, which uh, showed him brandishing uh, assault rifles, and I believe threatening somebody, huh. from, from what I understand. Um, but, yeah, the Raiders had two first-round picks last year, and both of them have now been cut. Uh, right. So they parted ways with with Henry Ruggs, who got into the car accident, uh, and now and this, this, this player, yeah. So, I actually have a little article. Can I play it? Yeah, please do. Let's see. Let's see if it gives us any any actual information. Sponsored by Michael Gaughan South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. Hello everyone, I'm Cassie Soto with the Las Vegas Review Journal. We have some breaking news to share with you. The Raiders announced today that they have waived cornerback Damon Arnett. Raiders general manager Mike Mayock cited a series of bad decisions made by Arnett that led the team to cut ties. Late last week, a video was released in which Arnett can be seen brandishing multiple weapons and making threats. Last month, a woman filed a lawsuit accusing Arnett of negligence in a hit-and-run crash that left her injured. The suit says Arnett left the scene of the crash, and in June, a valet employee at the Aria filed a suit accusing Arnett of attacking him in late oh May goodness. after the valet refused to retrieve his car without a valid receipt. Arnett was drafted in the first round of the 2020 NFL Draft, along with wide receiver Henry Ruggs III. Ruggs was also recently released after he was arrested in a suspected DUI car crash that left a 23-year-old woman dead last week. Raiders general manager Mike Mayock addressed the media this morning. Well, interesting, interesting, interesting. That is interesting. Wow, I mean... I mean I, the Raiders are known for this type of, not 
not the, the homophobic slurs and like the car crashes, but I mean causing some trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean it's it's part of like the the Raiders. I mean persona really. I mean, I feel like maybe they don't want that. Maybe that's why they're um, trying to you know be pretty hard on these people because. Maybe they don't want to be known for that anymore, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Alright, well, let's begin. I got one more fun story, and then we'll uh, do the broken hip-hop wrap-up. What do you think about that? Sounds good. Alright, so uh, I, got, uh, I, got some, uh, I got some churchy news for you. This is actually some good churchy news. I like this one. Um, we'll do that, and then we'll wrap it up for the day. Is that good for you? That's good for me. Mr. Odie's ready to go, too. <laughs> Praying like hell on my you know, deathbed. for everyone, and it involves Relax. everything. Everything in us, not try to deny. Just watch oh, oh. How are you doing? Peace be with you. And I'll participate, but I'm believing that every one of us will lean in, press in the words The media said what? And so this uh, Nashville preacher had to tackle somebody, Jesse, during the service. You never know what's going to happen nowadays. Uh, pastor cha- tackles a man who pulled out a gun during his Sunday service and had to disarm him. Now, you're not safe anywhere. Churches, concerts, baseball games. Like, the only place you're safe anymore is in your own damn house. I swear to God. Yeah, and even then, people are still doing drive-bys. He says he, uh, he, he does tell a good story, I think. Like Mission Pentecostal Church Sunday. Nikumana, who was being hailed as a hero for his actions, believed he was facing death. On Fox and Friends First, Nikumana explained through a translator what went through his mind when he saw the man pull out a gun. I saw that we were already dead, he said. In my mind, I was thinking that there was nothing else to do, except there was only either leave or die. Oh wow, you just see him there, he goes out and tackles this guy. And so Jibagami oh, Church and witnessed the event. Oh my god. No said he there wasn't that many people in there, it's like 20 people, but I mean those 20 people could have all been dead, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's like some one guy with a gun. I wonder what kind of gun it was. Hmm. Alright, well I got one more story, we'll wrap it up for you. I wonder if you know who this person is. I know you like Halle Berry, don't you? I mean she's a great actress. Yeah, I know you enjoy her. Um, is she like married or what? I have no idea. I don't either. Well, she's been hanging out with some person. I'm not sure if this is a man or a woman. Do you know who Young M.A. is? No, I don't. Well, this is the song right here. It's got 1.5 million views. Hey. I think I need some Henny, man. Uh, okay. Well, apparently, uh, Halle Berry is uh, hanging out and hanging all over this young MA rapper. I'm not sure if it's a female. I think she's a female. I'm not quite sure. Um, and I guess, like, Halle Berry is calling her her boo, and this is my baby. Uh, I think I have a little simple simple clip. Oh, my God. Yeah, I understand. Wow. Love, man. Love, man. Love, man. Oh. Oh my. Interesting. So I guess she's saying like love, like so people are people are thinking that Halle Berry and this young MA person are like uh, together or whatever. 
Interesting, right? Yeah, I, I see that. So I got a few people saying that huh. Holly Berry's running around calling young, young M.A. That's my baby. So, huh. well, well, we'll bring you more on that story sometime. But we're gonna call it a day. We're gonna wrap it up. Wrap it up. I don't think that's a good idea. And you want some too? You better wrap it up. You better wrap that gavel up, E. So apparently this young M.A. rapper wants to have kids and all this, so it's like... So I guess it's a woman, so if you're talking about having children. So I guess she could have children with Halle Berry somehow, you know? Science nowadays, you know? Make it work somehow. Get that turkey baster out. Get it real clean from Thanksgiving. Alright, we're wrapping it up, Jesse. Let's do it. They look at me like I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I give them the peace. I'm out. The whole crew's back for season two. Okay, bye-bye. This could affect your test results. And why every time I hit the club, I gotta make a move. Yeah, got me feeling woozy. Draco, same size as little Uzi.